The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? A new cocktail. Can A you believe it? A new cocktail. <laughs> so this is called the Bluebird Cocktail. I can see why. It's blue. It's really blue. And I thought, you know, we wanted to make another blue drink because we bought the mini blue Caraco. And that was our intention. I also know we have that Plymouth gin that we're not so fond of. It's on the very edge of London Dry, yeah. right? So I thought, well, better than to make it a mixer. So this is one and a half parts of gin half a part of blue Caraco, and a shake of Angostura bitters. Oh, okay. And then you shake it and then serve it over ice. Wow. And I chose an ice ball. You know, it's so... Because it's blue like this, you're not going to gulp this. I mean, this no. is going to be a sipper. Yeah, it smells good. Wow. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. It's you balanced. Know, what was interesting was the first hit I got as I brought my nose to it was of the Angostura. Yeah. And that was so interesting because it's not a flavor you expect with that color. No. <laughs> but what's interesting is I think the Angostura binds the blue Caraco yeah. to the gin. And, you know, blue Caraco's blue and everyone thinks it's, uh, and it is very sweet, but yeah. people attribute it to some kind of tropical flavor. Yes, of course. Yeah. And it, I guess it is at some level, but it's actually based off of bitter orange. Oh, really? Yeah. So it just then colored blue, you know? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because the Angostura bitters captures the floral notes of it in a really interesting way. You know? Yeah, so I, I do. And you can taste the floral yeah, in the gin. It's quite balanced. So this has made me think, and I've been thinking about this the last few days, maybe not this weekend because we're going away and we're going to have fun in a different way. But the next cocktail we make, I really think we should try the Plymouth gin in a uh, gin and tonic. Oh, Okay. I think we should try it. Yeah, that's a good idea. And, and it sounds refreshing because it's summer. Yeah, of course. This is a good one, though. I like this one. Good. I'm glad. The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Slub USA, the world's strongest, most powerful male masturbator. Visit Slub USA at slub, S-L-U-B-B, dash USA dot com. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder dot app. 
Concerning Littleton, Chapter 18, New Terms. Yeah. Interesting chapter, very short. Very short. And it's where all the characters of the chapter of the book come together. Yeah, and they're interacting. And they're interacting In ways that are way more public. They're interacting in a public setting around their kinks, like openly. Yes. Yeah. So you've got... Aiden and Sarah, you've got you've got David across the table. Wallace arriving a little bit later with the Michael, his Michael's husband. there and his husband. Well, Wallace's Wallace, husband, yeah. Michael. Yeah. And then Adam and Christina Sean. and Nora. And Nora's there. Yeah. Right. And Sarah and Aiden. Right, we yeah. said that yeah. beginning, yeah. So it's kind of a it's kind of like a coming together of, of the characters. And it leaves a lot to the imagination. Oh yeah. You know? So you sort of get a sense that Aiden and Sarah are becoming more related and more connected, that they kiss publicly and so forth. Yeah. You get a sense that David's comfortable with that because there's a light moment in there where mm-hmm. they kind of talk softly and are laughing. You don't know what they say, but Nora's observing. You get the sense that Wallace is showing up and this part of the experience of relatedness with mm-hmm. his partner, mm-hmm. Michael. And at the end, you sort of get Nora taking on the opportunity to lust after Christina. Yeah. So, you know, Christina arrives later with her husband and she mouths, although you can't hear the dialogue, she mouths, I really don't want to eat here. Like, I want to go somewhere else. Right. And Nora's aware of that. So Nora's reaction to that is, I'm going to get to like, know her really well, or something to that Yes, effect. yes, yes. So you get like the whole experience of kink-relatedness. Of I guess the whole polyamorous group it's a, woven together in an interesting way. Well, it's, it's such an interesting question. You know, polyamory, for me, is a series of loving relationships. Mm-hmm. These are more open relationships. Yeah, but loving relationships do not have to be sexual either. That's also and true. And they yeah. really, they act like that. It's true. Because they're all interrelated. Yeah, there's a lot of interrelatedness mm-hmm. amongst all these people. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fascinating. And, you know, the time of year has passed. You know, it's finals for winter break. Basically, people are right. planning to go for Thanksgiving places and that kind of thing. Yeah, they're still in the ground. And, you know, even Sarah telling her family that she's going to bring Aiden and that, you know, trying to make sure that there's room for him to stay. Yes. But that if there isn't, he's going to stay at her Sarah's anyway, you know, right. like that's what the plan is. And right. so it's interesting. We're getting a, a peek into how they've progressed over the months mm-hmm. of this semester to now where they're, Nora's doing a lot of observing, a lot of, of all the different dynamics including hers. And it was an interesting step-up dynamic where Aiden was swearing, swore, swore at the table. So then Sarah got after Aiden and said something like, damn it, stop talking like that. And then Nora got after Sarah, Sarah and yeah. said, watch your mouth, young lady. Yes. You know, and then she goes, ma'am. And then Aiden laughs hilariously. Right. So that was interesting because it's kind of like Sarah has to have a duality. Right? She has to have, she has to be too She's a headed about being a switch. Like you can't be just a, you can't be just a dog mm-hmm. or just a sub. Mm-hmm. You have to be both of those things at the same time, which I find incredibly difficult. Like yeah. That for me, that for me is one of the more complex aspects of switching. 
I think I can play with it a little bit. I think it's just purely as I live in society where it's a patriarchal society and I'm a woman. So even when I'm being dominant, there's always moments of submission just because I'm a woman. Mm. Not that I choose it. I'm just talking about social circumstances. The nature of society. The nature of society. So I think yeah. women learned a lot more to dance in that world. Right. Yeah. Right. Complicated. I mean, what an interesting book, though. You know, yeah. you reached the end of the I book. I want to get more. <laughs> Mako needs to write more. Yeah. yeah. No, it's interesting because we've taken a... I want to call it a dive into the world of kink and fetish mm-hmm. with a context of the ABDL experience, but mm-hmm. beyond that, say the masochism, oh, yeah. um, discipline-based dynamics. Like Power there's a lot changes. of other experiences that Mako has reflected on through the writing of this book mm-hmm. that have given rise to conversations we've had about our own experience, which you know, if you're going to read a book about kink, what you want is not to be caught up in the purulent experience of kink, although you may, you may want that. But for us, it's really more about the intellectual experience of exploring our own relationship through the reading of writings right. of other kinksters right. and about the world of kink, because we are present to that. We have a limited experience. We have our own experience. Yeah. We don't have the broad experience yeah. of the world, yeah. right? Yeah. So. That's one of the advantages of reading books like this, like the story of O, like Edge Play, like all the books we've read, right? Mm -hmm. They're all taking a, let's call it a page out of the world of kink and extrapolating on it. Well, and it's a huge opportunity for us, especially in Mako's book, because he goes through all kinds of things. It's not just strictly ABDL. No. There's a ton of stuff in here. And we get to read in these little short sections, right? And then... We actually have a real conversation. I mean, on the pod and, you know, just to let Mako know, there's been a ton of extra conversations that have happened even beyond the podcast recording where we just keep talking about something or a part of it or whether it's that we like that or we would consider that or that we're like, oh, I don't know. That's just not in my purview. Yeah. And that is huge for a couple, a sexual couple to be actively, ongoingly having a sexual conversation like this. We're going to get to talk to Mako, and he talked about one of the experiences he expected readers of this book to have Yeah, was a little bit of like a masturbatory experience, like where they actually are aroused by sections mm-hmm. of the book. Mm-hmm. And for us, that's not how we experience it, not because we're not aroused by the experiences of right. the Kingsters, right. but because you're reading it from a place of our own relationship. Right. And we're curious about how those characters behave. Yes. And how their behavior reflects on our experience of each other and on how our experience is enhanced or diminished by that interaction around the characters of the book, right? And I think from my personal point of view, and you may have a different perspective, but my perspective is of all the books we've read, we've read Gordon, which was a personal self-reflection yep. on a real. The lifestyle dynamic. Mm-hmm. We read Edge Play, which was a fantasy about the world of pro-doms mm-hmm. and sort of some interactions around that. Mm-hmm. We read The Story of O, which was, a we believe, a fantasy about descent into sexual slavery. Right. And now we've read this book. Concerning, Concerning Littleton, Littleton, yeah. Where... It's really a more nuanced interaction with the world of kink and fetish mm-hmm. in a way that opens up windows into different aspects of it. Pet play, s and I know, there's so much going on you know, in here. Foot fetish, 
mm-hmm. lesbian relationships, gay relationships, mm-hmm. non-binary relationships. That mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways Mako has explored sexuality as a larger conversation. Oh, totally. Through this book, so I'm really interested to interact with him around oh, it yeah, because totally. I believe we'll discover something because we know Mako. We've talked to him a bunch of times, and we've also had insight into his own experience as a sexual creature sure. and where he drew the line on being his authentic self-expression, right? right? And what this book has allowed him to do is explore the authentic experience of different types of kinksters, mm-hmm. exploring different fetishes, different kinks, different mm-hmm. relationship constructs, right? right? So I think in many ways, it's a very interesting book for kinksters to read just as a general reading. Yeah. Because it does show you that there are a range of different experiences, a range of different fetishes, a range of different lifestyle choices. Right. Right. And it gives you a way to reflect on your own experience and make choices, not because the book guides you, but because you've had a chance to think about what's in the book. I know. That's the great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. On to the next one. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Cheers!